0: Everybody, welcome to No Story Is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Pippin, and I'm going to do this podcast using my motto: dignity, yeah. <laughs> always dignity.
1: <laughs> we all knew this would happen. <clears throat> Well, you're not going to guess what I'm going to do. Her, I
0: can't. Oh, God. That was really scary. Because <clears throat> well, I was there when he wrote thought of it. Oh, okay.
2: I'm Alex, and I'm fit as a fiddle and... and uh, damn it.
0: <laughs> are Are you sure you're ready for love?
3: <laughs> are you sure you're fit as a fiddle?
2: <laughs> uh, fit as a fiddle and ready for love. Fit as a fiddle and ready for love. I'm Alex, and I'm fit as a fiddle and ready for love. You know. Except not love, since.
3: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> i of in an ace kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm Kat, and what's the big idea? <laughs> can't a girl get a word in edgewise?
1: I, can you just not stand them?
3: I just can't, I can't stand him. Well,
1: <laughs> well, that's convenient because, uh, well, I'm Brendan, and, uh, well, I'm your vocal coach for today, so, uh, I'm going to give you an exercise here, okay? It just goes like this. Brendan can blend in some fresh gin from Brooklyn. So Brendan will outsin his own kin seriously. No. no.
3: <laughs> Moses supposes his toes are roses and Brendan is giving us bullshit to say.
1: Like I said, some fresh gin from Brooklyn. So Brendan will outsin his own kin seriously.
0: Like I said, always dignity. <laughs> Wow! I, I was just trying to make you guys can't. laugh. I did make them laugh. Make, make them laugh. Them. Wait, what? Uh, <coughs> <coughs> <coughs>
3: yeah.
0: <coughs> <coughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> today we're talking about the 1952 movie "Singin' in the Rain." Are we? So, spoil? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, shocking. Uh, so, you know, spoilers. For, you know, this movie from the 50s that has a very basic plot.
3: <laughs> a very basic plot, while at the same time, like a 30-fucking-minute-long dream ballet that has no purpose. Some purpose. The dream
0: ballet has to go somewhere. Anyway, <laughs> if you want specific content warnings about things we may talk about, check out the show notes on com. For those of you who have never seen Singing in the Rain, first off, great movie. You should watch it. Uh, Take of yeah,
3: all- Stop this and just go watch that. No, it's a good And then come good back movie. and listen to us during the Dream Ballet. Stop it. <laughs> oh, it's time for the Dream Ballet. <laughs> yeah,
0: it has to go somewhere, Brian David Gilbert told us.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the summary, according to Google, is when the transition is being made from silent films to Talkies, everyone has trouble adapting. Don and Nina have been cast repeatedly as a romantic couple. But when their latest film is remade into a musical, only Don has a voice for the new singing part. After a lot of practice with a diction coach, Lena still sounds terrible. And Kathy, a bright young aspiring actress, is hired to record
3: over her voice. Kathy Selden. Yee. Yes, that's the summary. Uh, Kathy Selden, played by Carrie Fisher's mom. Debbie Reynolds, yeah. And in mm-hmm. fact, Debbie Reynolds uh, herself, uh, eerily reminiscent of our own grandmother. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, uh, I don't. What, what's interesting with uh, Debbie Reynolds on here is that there's like all sorts of stories of filming on Sin- uh, singing in the rain and how like Gene
0: Kelly, kind of a douchebag, apparently a dick. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Apparently, afterwards, he was like
3: surprised that he she'd ever talk to him again. Yeah. Like even he knew how bad he was. Well, because she came on. Apparently, she did not have tap experience, which to she wasn't th- a dancer. Yeah. To be fair, um, is is. A problem when for you a are a dancing int- movie. Yeah, when you're intending to be a, a part of a throuple in a a dancing <laughs> yeah. movie, um, she had know, gymnastic apparent
0: uh, uh, experience, apparently, yeah, which helps.
3: It does help. So she she already had an understanding of, of you know physics and timing Movement, and what yeah. uh, and her own body. However, it's not great when you know uh, uh, Gene Kelly's being such a dick to you that uh, who's it? Fred Astaire pops mm-hmm. up into the story. Yep. yeah that and she was crying. crying underneath the piano
1: yep yeah and Fred, Fred Astaire. Astaire's
3: like hey how's it going um yeah. do you need some help what? sweetie
1: <laughs> and he helps her learn how to dance that's the that's the story because Fred yep. Astaire class act
3: class act and also yeah. like Gene Kelly a lot of things he's not Fred Astaire no but Gene he Kelly is, not.
1: is a good dancer
3: I mean oh, Gene just Kelly. like holy shit oh um, yeah it's just really like, unfortunate I'm glad that he realized that he was a dickwad though because <laughs> it makes me and marginally more okay with like, <laughs> and, and
1: an overall commentary on the movie, like, uh, and, and something I'm trying to observe when it comes to like my own performing work Ooh. and all that mm-hmm. is Gene Kelly knows how to perform in front of the camera, like pose <sighs> yeah. and yeah. emote.
3: Yeah, he does. Like, mm-hmm.
1: like my God. He, the dude, the dude practically does JoJo poses at some points uh. in the movies, particularly the, the dream ballets and all that. Like <laughs> in certain positions that aren't, you know, standard. I'm standing here and, and talking all that. It's like, no, I'm, I'm going to be my arms up here and my legs way over here. And I'm looking at you. And this is conveying I am fully paying attention to you.
3: He's, and it he's a works. performer with a capital P. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, also, also, I mean, I, your typical tap dance body, I believe at the time was, you know, kind of a weedy guy. Cause it was they a certain muscles. kind of line. Buddy here was Butch. For what? Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's interesting and surprising. Dude had a body. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't know whether or not that, I mean, and, and we can see it, like, in terms of other tap dancing, um, uh, uh, folk, Uh, Again, Fred Astaire. Even, um, uh, who the hell plays Cosmo? Oh, uh, Uh, Don's best friend. Don O'Connor? Yes, Donald O'Connor. Even Donald O'Connor has that kind of weedy situation. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, neat tricks that you can do with your body when you're that particular shape. Yeah. But Gene Kelly's also just, like, fucking doing it. And so it creates a very... Oof. Masculine, traditional, <laughs> uh, uh overlay over uh tap dance. Ew! Ugh. I felt Chris saying that. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with butch. Um, <laughs> now, uh, mas-
1: masculine and feminine is—I don't know—they're they're stereotypes and all that. They are a thing, whatever. He's uh, like—he's
3: got a square shape, like a square and a V going on. I'm sorry, triangle, square of triangle, as opposed to you know, generally the the plank look um and it's just very uh interesting. So you can also see why he's intended to be uh in this movie. Let's get back to the plot. Uh What? I know. We actually get the history of how uh uh Don played by Gene Kelly and his best buddy uh Cosmo, Round, Cosmo. Yeah. uh end up in Hollywood. And uh they were uh rapscallions uh who uh
1: <laughs> They, they, it, they started off as uh, as stuntmen. Oh, actually, they started off well, in even vaudeville. That, they
3: started in vaudeville and burlesque. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. In, before – yeah. Uh, actually, and they started in uh, clubs as kids, like uh, uh, pool halls, Yeah. Uh, uh, scrounging money. But what's great is actually this is a really nice bit of exposition uh, right at the beginning. So what could be – It's also be, a comedy
1: bit, too, because oh, yeah. his whole entire motto is dignity. Always dignity.
3: It, it sets and then the theme like, of
0: the whole movie. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. And also the fact that he's a fucking liar. <laughs> he's he's well, also seeing one thing and hearing another. Yeah, what's happening is that so in the beginning of the film, um we're having a big film premiere. We get to see um the uh, uh an interview uh done by, you know, a a gossip rag. And the gossip rag is is uh talking to uh Don and Lena, who is his uh, uh on stage on screen on screen uh Lady Love in all of their films. Um, So, of course,
1: the population is like, or the populace is like, hey, they must be a couple in real life.
3: And to be Ah, fair, ah, they attend ah. all these things together, and, you know, they've got their arms wrapped around one another and so on. It is only slightly do you realize that Lena is never allowed to answer any questions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like, what, ten minutes into the movie before she says a word? I know, I love it. But what's the big idea? (laughs) Anyway... Um, what
0: accent
1: was that, by the way?
3: Uh, I believe it's supposed to be a very joicy one.
1: Okay. Um, I want to make sure like to very, clarify.
3: I think it's very, but I'm not sure, to be honest. That's not, that's,
1: that's what I was figuring. But I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like, oh, this is 1920s New York rather than Jersey. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, Which it,
1: it could be a thing. It could be a it thing. It could absolutely uh, be a thing.
3: But what's great is that, uh, uh, as part of the exposition, right at the top, one, we're learning a lot about who they are, we're learning that this is, uh, a constructed reality for gossip rags, right? So there's this reality of the entertainers and the, uh, uh, the actors versus like everyone else. So there's a fandom here. Uh, and then when Don's like, Oh, how did you get started? And then Don starts telling the story. Now, technically this would be, could be boring exposition. However, as he's telling the story, we see that in fact, uh, uh, he is giving us a bullshit story (laughs) that sounds good for the paparazzi um, uh, so he's yeah, like... He, he
0: was brought up by his, his parents and their society at friends. And the finest schools. <laughs> the conservatory. The of the
3: dramatic arts. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> we see that they're, like, no, he's at pool halls. Probably their dads were drunks. Um, and, yep. uh, 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 they came up, uh, burlesque in vaudeville. Uh, from there, they did try to make it to Hollywood. They did not succeed as actors right away. Instead, they picked up a random jobs. So it turned out that, uh, Don could, uh, y- Live through a whole lot of different um uh stunt stuff. And Cosmo ended up going directly uh to behind the scenes, uh to doing music. Yeah. Um,
1: music and tech and all that.
3: Yeah. So it was and uh tech
1: like stage craft and all yeah, that, yeah.
3: But definitely not on stage, not in front of the camera. No, not um no. uh and even then his music was very like sort of background uh you know, it was mood setting for the actors yeah yeah it wasn't even like proper actual uh, orchestral work um so technically you know at that point they're both you know in hollywood making money but um and then eventually uh, we learn that uh, lena first ignores the you know uh, filthy stunt guy um and then i guess don just happens to you know, he's around. Uh, he's around and able to be on stage, on screen, or whatever, when some other actor can't make it. And that's how he makes his big break. Cool. So, so It was yeah, the other way around.
0: Uh, <laughs> Fuck!
3: <laughs> yeah, so how so did he? Wait, how did he get to? Because I, I haven't watched the movie recently. I'm sorry, guys. I keep waiting for my uh, youngest to want to watch it with me. And uh, she keeps wanting to not. <laughs> uh, and there's only so many times I can watch the Dream Ballet. So wow. what, happened? what happened with the... Uh, how did Don actually make it on stage?
0: So he did... He was doing music with Cosmo because he played the fiddle. Fiddle's a fiddle. Uh,
1: and ready for love.
0: Yeah. Uh, then one of the stunt actors got knocked out uh, and Don went, I can do that. And what? then did for a while. Well, I mean, is and ha- then... Okay. <laughs> uh, when he's trying to introduce himself to Lena and Lena's giving him the cold shoulder. The producer. Uh, yeah, the the head of the... The
2: studio? 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 Yeah.
0: Thank you. Uh, goes up and goes like, hey, I was asking who the stunt team was. Uh, and the director says, they're all you. And Don's like, yep. He's like, I think you have a big career ahead of you. I'm going to make you a star. Come to my office after lunch tomorrow. Don's like, thank you, sir. And Nina's all like, hey, suddenly I will give you the time of day. And Don's all like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to be washing my hair. For the rest of forever,
3: <laughs> which yeah. actually yeah. nicely es- uh, establishes that. Wait, they've actually uh, like there was a brief moment, and then she fucked that forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and oh, were... which you
1: know, good for fictional Don here. I mean, come on, standards,
3: right? Yeah, oh, yeah. always
1: standards. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he saw her, and he realized now she wouldn't be into the whole entire thruple thing with Cosmo, and yeah, yeah. no,
3: no, she no, no. like Cosmo. So <laughs> no, mm. she does
0: not. So yeah, so they're attending the premiere of this movie uh, that they did, uh, and you know, big hit, good for them. And uh, afterwards, they're going to go to the after party at um, RF's house, who's the head, the head of, the, of the studio. Yeah. Head of the yeah. studio. Uh, um. But there's on, fans. 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 Oh yeah, the fucking yeah, on the way to the party, fans accost, uh Dawn, which is it's good to know that times haven't changed. They have not. Uh, Don gets attacked and like, his suit is ripped. He uh, I mean, tells uh, Cosmo I to call is... him a cab and Cosmo's like, okay, you're a cab. Because, because Cosmo is a good friend. Cosmo's a good yeah. friend, but
3: Cosmo, it should be noted, um, they are one could could, I think, accurately say equally talented. And uh, one of them has made it to be a Hollywood star and the other one is still playing second fiddle, as it were. He doesn't what? seem upset by it, though. He I really know, doesn't. He doesn't, but at the same time, there are these moments where... There's, like, call me a cab. Okay, you're a cab.
1: Well, he has to raz his friend. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. Someone has friend. to keep
3: him humble. I'm just saying, I think that the thruple situation helps a lot.
2: Listen, he, he's second fiddle and ready for love.
3: He's ready for love. Yeah. They're both <laughs> oh. ready for love. Anyway, go on. Yeah, so uh,
0: Don escapes into uh, Kathy Seldon's car. He just
3: drops into it. Uh, uh, she
0: rightly starts screaming reasonably <laughs> Which, yeah
1: i mean my god try doing that today good luck <laughs> you'll probably get
3: maced and she correct you know quite correctly starts screaming for a cop <laughs>
0: uh who the cop who then goes like oh hey you're don lockwood aren't you the luckiest little lady
3: <laughs> all right and to be fair like fuck okay a cab because like come on man yeah <laughs> uh, call I me was a like, cab on okay
2: a cab <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. oh nice i love it Ouch. um so then uh don is about to go you know my fans are gone i can go my own way and kathy very nicely goes like well i'm heading to beverly hills do you want to ride uh and don goes like yes i would then don tries to make a move tries to make uh, a move and kathy <laughs> pretends she doesn't know who he is and that movies are terrible uh And he backs it right the fuck off. Well, here's they, the thing,
3: because the reason why, like, as he's trying to make a move, he's doing it in the most dick. Yeah, way as like my dude, you're more
0: charming than he's this. He's like,
3: didn't you hear? I'm like famous, and I'm like, wow, didn't you hear how we just saw some exposition about how that was a dick move? <laughs> it's like,
0: my dude, you're way more charming than this. You do not need to do this. Also, while she's driving, come on, her eyes should be on the road, not on you. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um,
3: uh,
0: and
1: she she basically kind of like. She negs him, kind of.
0: Yeah, it was great. It was really like, good.
1: It's like, oh, you're just a guy on the movies. I'm an actress.
3: Yeah. On the stage. And she's like, isn't it a bunch of dumb show? Like, oh, uh, ah. Uh. Because at this time, <sighs> we do not yet have talkies. This is still silent. So he is essentially, yes. A mime. A mime. <laughs> <laughs> I calls him like a shadow
0: on, or something. and He's like, it's I'm so just good. a shadow, huh? <laughs> she's like, yep. Uh, and he he goes like oh Ethel Barrymore here <laughs>
1: yeah yeah and then like uh, he tears his suit as he leaves without dignity always and then dignity she
3: laughs with like I I believe it's a snort like a really good yep. snort good yep. times oh
0: and so he eventually makes it to the party uh, and so <sighs> does she
3: because oh. she is one of the dancing girls oh it's she so pops bad. Out, of a cake. out of the cake <laughs> she pops out of the cake which by the way I love that cake. Oh yeah. Um but I also <laughs> love the music. I thought the girls were great. They're dancing in Charleston. It's only in later life that I'm like, oh, this is supposed to be a bit risque.
0: Yep. <laughs> right?
3: Holy shit. Like technically 1950s like,
1: risque. Yeah, this yeah. is
3: uh this is actually not even this movie came out in the fifties, right? But, yeah. set in the 20s. Uh, but set in the twenties. But set in the twenties. So this is a, a situation where essentially the uh <laughs> the strippers show up. And guess yeah. what?
0: <laughs> when I was young, I was just like, "Oh, look, fun dancing scene." Uh huh. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, "Oh, this is problematic." <laughs> well, you know, for
3: also but the lyrics, also fun dancing
0: scene. The lyrics, though, d- shall we recall what they are? Uh, uh, I do uh, the whole hornet's so There is dream of you. Yep. Good times. Um, so great. So anyway, uh, Don is all like, "Oh, hey, Ethel Barry." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and tries to strike up another conversation with her because he is in fact charmed uh, by and this also whole situation. A
3: fucking troll. He's actually now treating her in this moment like he treats Cosmo, which is yeah. not how he treats other women. No. Uh
0: he it's, tries to dump Lena and
3: uh <laughs> he he's generally fairly polite or very very fake to other people. Um and then he is a, you know, a uh <laughs> a troll monster to his friends <laughs> yeah it says that's just uh, the
1: relationship that you know it means he trusts them <laughs> which yeah, you pretty know much
3: he can be an it's asshole it's a
1: troll at first sight
3: because <laughs> he
1: has to be charming to everybody else and so
0: mm-hmm. yeah for his career he has to be he has
3: to be and also it's it, it's again goes back to the whole like this is very much you know what is real and what isn't and hollywood is very not real
1: and then Kathy, uh, throws a cake at Don, misses, and hits Lena, which, frankly, that Ooh. sealed the deal in Don's eyes, I mean. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> he was all like a woman after my own heart. It's like, well, I guess I'm in love now. Then Kathy goes running off. Uh, Lena gets her fired from her, uh, club job. Uh, but that's okay, because Don finds her again several weeks later, uh, on a film set the next lot over. <laughs> searching for her for weeks she was right there
3: she was right there um essentially being yet another just a pretty face um in a another long sequence that technically doesn't ha- uh do anything um no. but i loved it as a kid because even though it is also hideously sexist um Woo!
2: beautiful <laughs> beautiful
3: girl. <laughs> beautiful girl um here's the thing though do you guys know where all the music from this comes from it's a review most of it it is. Pippin, would you care to explain to the listening audience what a review
0: is? Uh, a review is a, basically a musical made of songs that already exist.
3: Mm-hmm. Um. Like, Singing
1: most- in the Rain?
3: <gasps> yeah, Singing oh, in the Rain is a song make that him already laugh. existed. Or- "Make 'em Laugh did not. Wait, I thought it did, because I thought that was made by What's His Head. Uh, Gay, Died, that one. <laughs> uh, if you're talking about Cole Porter. Yes. <laughs> uh, it bears a resemblance to
0: Be a Clown. Oh. But it's considered an original song written for this movie. This and... Uh, really? uh Moses Supposes are the original songs of the film. All the rest were uh, pre-created, uh mostly, I think, by a guy called Arthur Freed. Hmm. You shock me. Good. That's why I did this But Anyway.
1: <laughs> uh... One important thing that happened, and the pivotal thing of the whole entire after party scene, by the way, oh. was uh, RF, the head of the studio, oh, demonstrated yeah. <laughs> uh, the new talking picture, which is a sound synchronized with video. What? What? <laughs> you mean the plot uh,
3: happened somewhere in there? And, you mean the plot?
1: Uh, <laughs> yes. And initially, the crowd there is like, oh, pff, this is just some newfangled technology. It's not going to take off. I think and- Cosmo, to his credit, is like, "Oh, that's what they said about the horseless carriage, too." Uh, yeah, yeah. So, duh. so Cosmo saw the writing on the wall. Was probably already starting to make mental uh, notes, you know, which is why mm-hmm. he, I think later on in the film he has like those moments of inspiration because he's probably been thinking about this stuff for weeks.
3: Yeah, I-, I feel like Cosmo is the brains of this operation. <laughs> oh, he absolutely well, yeah. until until. Kathy shows up. And then they actually No, have, even then, no, no. they have two brain cells. no, and no has it's, it's
1: mostly it's mostly Cosmo. It, it.
3: <laughs> okay. Kathy has
1: talent. Oodles of talent, but she actually yeah, ha- no, oh my god,
3: she's the one who actually has dignity.
1: Always dignity. Fair enough.
3: Yeah. Yep. Of all of them not a lot. Of the three of them, I think that she still has the most dignity.
0: So anyway. Talkies happen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, then the jazz singer. The jazz singer comes out. This the, jazz singer, yeah. which is a real movie that actually came out and it was the sort of star of uh, talkies.
1: Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, shit, we got to make talkies now. Otherwise, we are going to look out of date and basically go bankrupt.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just one small wrinkle in the make this next Lena and Lamont uh, movie, Lockwood and Lamont movie, uh, a talkie. And that would be Lena.
1: <laughs> uh, because we get... All these things of, like, diction coaches being hired, or vocal coaches, depending on how you want to uh, phrase it. And there's the Moses Opposes scene in which we can establish that Don can act good and speak good and roll his R's. Lena, she just can't stand him.
0: I, I can't stand, stand them. them Cat does it better. Thank you.
1: You can't stand them.
0: I can't! It's <laughs>
1: No, it's stand
0: stand
1: There we go. I have to coach you wrong.
3: Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so they tried to read this movie. We got a very you funny know, montage of th- all the various ways the technology is fucky. Yeah. yeah. Try. Where do we put the microphone in order to I, catch sound? I love that, though. That's right up there with, like, uh, uh, Tony Stark trying to get the Iron Man to work. It's, I mean, it's, I... Or, or fuck the entirety of Apollo Thirteen.
1: <laughs> talk I... into your shoulder. There's the microphone that runs through the cable into the booth where it gets recorded on the record.
0: <laughs> but only if you talk into, into the, oh, the flower.
3: <laughs> oh, into the flower. Oh. <laughs> yes. What's that oh, sound? Luther... It's her heartbeat. <laughs>
0: Well, no, there's a great line of you know, the, talking to the microphone, which is in the bush. And Lena shouts, well, I can't make love, love to a bush. bush. And my immediate thought.
3: <laughs> wow, Pip. I was thinking <laughs> this actually proves that she is theoretically actually the better actor than Don. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, she had a career before he did.
1: Uh, I think it's just that uh, monumental pictures here. They needed to figure out sound engineering very quickly, and were still working out the kinks,
3: yeah because yeah. they
1: what they needed was a competent boom mic operator
3: <laughs> well they didn't they didn't know that, that was a thing yet I mean that and that's it's true, uh, they were still figuring out like you know quiet on the set, or oh gosh, now we have many more cables than we previously had, yep, tripping hazard
1: yep. tripping
3: hazard in my film
1: more often like... than you think um. <laughs> So, yeah, so, and so <laughs> yeah, we we get to the premiere, uh, oh, screen preview, yeah, a preview oh, screening, yeah, of yeah. the Dueling Cavalier.
3: Wait, wait, wait uh, the... is this it, it the Dueling Cavalier at this time? Yes, yes, it is the Dueling. Sorry, sorry, go on.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I was
3: remembering the, the future fix. So because um, they do historicals, that's what they do. They do a shit ton of historicals.
1: Yeah, because some uh, people
3: look real good in silk stockings, and I'm talking I about Don Longwood. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hey, man, again, his poses and uh, expressions of the camera, top notch clothing. Yes, good. Yep. Um, now the preview screening goes horribly. <laughs> horribly. Uh, because horribly. the sound is terrible. Lena's voice sounds terrible. We get all sorts of, uh, terrible audio. Uh, oh, mistakes the loud and all smacking
3: that. noises from the kissing.
1: Yep. And <laughs> then, uh, there's the audio desync that happens. So mm. you get the, uh yes 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 no, no, no. <laughs> but it's like switched around because it's so desynced
3: uh-huh oh that's a good villain is going e- no 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 and lena is going yes yes
0: yes, yes.
3: but also yes. the dialogue is shitty because i didn't have to have it before
1: exactly um
0: yeah it was written like after the
3: fact well, well
1: there also- was actually a great scene earlier mm-hmm. before the the talkie switch starts happening where like Uh, Don had found out that Lena got, uh, Kathy fired. Yeah. And they're doing their fake dialogue. Mm -hmm. And it's just Don going like, you know, I despise you (laughs) a lot. I absolutely hate you. I'd rather kiss a raccoon.
3: Tarantula. A
1: tarantula. She's like,
3: "Well, let me go get a fucking tarantula." Then. No,
1: she wasn't. Or- that he was like, "Hey, <gasps> done," or "Hey, uh, Mitch, get me a tarantula."
3: Because <laughs> oh, was like, "You don't mean it."
1: <laughs> exactly.
3: Oh yeah, because she's actually. Oh, that's right. Because she's uh, uh, been reading too many of their own paparazzi mags. Yeah, their own fan magazines. Um. um so oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. At what? the time of the uh, uh, of the premiere, though, uh, by this point. Uh, we, Don found Kathy, right? Yeah. Found her at the mm-hmm. other stage. What, I, I, I'm bringing this up because this is something that got cut from the script, but it's actually part of it. Uh-huh. And even though it didn't, like, we're, we can argue later about what story and what's canon. However, we find out that she not only does, does know him from fan magazines, but she is a, a, a not uh, uh, not small time fan of him, uh, and-, and of Lena. Like that whole situation. Uh, she actually was very heavy in the fandom. Um, she and writes so- four or five magazines about it a month. Yeah. So she, uh, I-, I think she has like a whole fucking song about it. And so it's. I'm not sure she does. I think she does. Not mm-hmm, in the film. Actually. I think it got cut. But I think she has a
1: song. Uh, the- she she had admitted to being a fan of his i believe yeah. i don't know if it was ex- like uh expanded upon regardless what
0: well,
3: the, the time I bring of the premiere
1: up. well
3: oh sorry the reason i bring it up though is it, it does come back to the that whole uh back and forth between um what is real and what isn't and what's fandom and what's uh <laughs> what's parasocial and what isn't mm. um and now now we can skip forward uh, now they're they're hanging out. They're chilling out. They're they're relaxing all cool. Well, um, clearly
1: they've been hanging out together for a while now because they they're hanging out till one o'clock or three o'clock in the morning eating bologna sandwiches together. And Kathy this has is been hanging
3: a... out with Don, uh, with Cosmo. They go together to yes. the premiere. Don can't sit with them, so Cosmo and and Kathy do. Yeah, they do. And um actually, mm-hmm. I think I think Cosmo was next to Don. Uh I thought that they could not. I mean, there's only Cosmo one. Cosmo
0: can go and go in with Don. That's fine. Kathy was going to go sit in uh, the regular seats
1: in the crowd. Yeah, I think I think Cosmo was with Don uh, in that scene. I'm pretty sure. It doesn't really matter because we <laughs> go to you know the, the baloney dinner afterwards, in which they're you know talking until one o'clock in the morning, all three together,
0: and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. going like, "Well, that was a disaster." And Don's yeah. all like, "Look around, I'm going to have they're going to foreclose on me in the morning." <laughs> uh, and Cosmo, being good friends, go like, "No."
3: Tomorrow's Sunday. They're not going to do it until Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fair, both of them are more able to kind of keep up with shit going bad than perhaps yeah. Lena. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lena, I'm not sure, realized how bad it was. No, Lena um, thought
1: it was fun. Yeah. She liked it. Isn't
3: that great? They can finally hear me.
0: <laughs>
1: Lena, high on her own supply.
3: <laughs> Good for her. Huh?
0: So they're commiserating uh, how terrible everything is. And then they got like, you know what the funniest... Oh no. Uh Well, that th- 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 no,
1: you're right. You're right cuz uh, they were talking about the funny bit when it got desynced well, and First first they have to do the song.
3: No, no the song comes No, no, no wait, wait. The song comes after. You're right. You're right. Uh First first they have the fix for the movie. The fix for the movie, which is to turn it to a musical.
0: Yeah, because oh we could just go back to vaudeville, sing and dance and Kathy's all like, "Well, why don't you just do that for this?"
3: Shoot a few scenes. Yeah. Rewrite some bits. Yeah. That would at least improve the the issue of the, it being kind of wooden, um, and it being like stilted dialogue and whatnot. And yeah, because yeah. that's the dream sequence. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh,
0: so then they do uh, the song "Good Morning" because they realize it's one in the morning. A great song. Oh yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, Debbie Reynolds' feet bled after the filming
3: that one. Oof. Um, Oof. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. And yet she uh, fucking holds her own. Oh yeah. Great and it was fucking a, number!
1: It's a great number, my goodness.
3: And it is prime Thrupple situation. Oh yeah, they—they oh, yeah. they are. That is an OT three. It is absolutely OT. Okay. Really the film does not, and, and this is Brendan saying this. This <laughs> movie does not make sense, to be honest, to a certain degree, unless you're like, no, they're all in it together now. It, it also works on a metaphorical level. It does. It does. But anyway, um,
1: I'm just saying at the end of the movie, it, not having Cosmo there. Uh, with the them looking at the billboard Ugh. kind of a kind of a robbery. Anyway, go uh, on. No,
3: absolutely I, I like to think that he was just yeah, you know, he was busy somewhere else getting the picnic get together.
1: Yes. Oh. He's opening the champagne. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh if they left it just
0: a moment longer, it's gonna pan over to him. Where um, and he's busy making like raspberry noises at them for being so dopey. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so they sing the song. It's fucking great. Uh
3: and then They're like, they oh, have no. the moment of like, oh yeah they
1: have the they, oh, they realized, yeah.
3: No, we can't do this, actually, because guess because what? Because Lena's terrible. The problem terrible. is still <laughs> Lena. And
1: then and then they were talking about how funny it was when it was out of sync, and that gives Cosmo the idea of like, wait a second, guys, you know how talkies were just uh, invented? I'm going to invent ADR.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he has the idea to dub Lena's voice with caties, uh, and they, no one can tell Lena about it.
3: Yeah. But uh, also, there's the the beautiful moment where he asks Kathy to sing, and then he proceeds to uh, uh, lip sync. Um, so, yep. therefore, taking uh, metaphorically her place uh, in the love interest with, with uh, Don, so on and so she, forth. He he also wore her hat during the end sequence. Yeah, well, uh, and also they spend a lot of time earlier. curling into each other to for the laughter and whatnot. There's a lot of just curling into each other. Yeah, patting each other's yeah. arms. It's a great fucking movie, guys.
0: <laughs> Super is. So yeah, so. Uh, they redo the movie. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, they 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 pitch it to RF as a title change from Dueling Cavalier to The Dancing Cavalier. Uh, it's a Broadway performer who has a dream sequence Jesus of going Christ. back to the French Revolution. And then we have which, the
3: entire rest of the film. Uh, then we have the Dream Ballet, yeah. which I
0: I, hate. I have
3: a theory about the Dream Ballet. <laughs> okay.
0: The reason why it's so long and stops making sense, like, a few seconds in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gotta uh, dance! got yeah, the mom- dance! The moment he gets into the club, it stops making sense for the frame story they were selling around. Although, the girl's yeah. really
3: hot. Oh, well, yeah. Um, that was a famous dancer, I believe.
0: Yeah, she was played Cid- by... Cid Yes.
3: Yeah, yeah Citrice. I could watch Cid all day, to be fair.
0: Uh, no, my theory about the dream sequence is because the dream sequence is what they're explaining to RF in the room... Because mm-hmm. it cuts before and after to them talking about it. And at the end, Arif is all like, I'm going to have to see it. Oh. <laughs> uh, but my theory is that Don was trying to explain, and Cosmo was being a troll. Just throwing going, shit. And then, <laughs> and then they go to a club, but the girl turns out to be a gangster's girl. <laughs> and just
3: keeps doing it. That's my theory Oh about my the god, about so oh. so forced so- to yes and everything that yes. Cosmo throws in.
1: Yes. Yep. Oh, and-, and- I, I can't believe we skipped this. Uh, in between the dream ballet and the whole entire good morning and discovering uh, the the dubbing thing, we had the whole entire titular song happen. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. He
3: yeah, drops so, off Kathy, uh, and it's raining, and uh,
1: he decides to get pneumonia,
3: and 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 they decide to flood a perfectly good soundstage. Gene Kelly did have a fever during part of that filming. Nice. Ah. Uh, so right, but sp- it is a a re- legitimately uh, and for good reason famous sequence. It is. It's yeah. a great song. It's amazing choreography. They did astonishing shit with a soundstage, and uh,
0: yeah, you know, Gene Cuddy's version is now the iconic version, even though it was a song that already existed. Ha ha. Mm. Um, um. Yeah. And- I would argue,
1: "Good Morning" is also the iconic one of. Uh, compared to the original. But anyway, go on.
0: But yeah, all the other songs are sort of very much tied to that movie, whereas Singing in the Rain, despite being the titular song, is sort of, exists outside of that. And when you hear it, it's the Gene
3: Cuddy version. Is what I mean. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So you can hear Singing in the Rain anywhere, anytime. Case in point, Clockwork Orange. No. Yep. Uh, For many years, by the way, anytime I wanted to add uh, Singing in the Rain to a mixtape, I got it off of the Clockwork Orange soundtrack from Mom and Dad's Records.
0: And that's some, Good job. That's some deep
3: family lore right there. <laughs> yeah, great song. Uh,
0: and apparently, if I remember The Muppet Show correctly, <laughs> uh, Gene Kelly then wouldn't really perform it much uh, later in life because it was so perfect in the movie, and how can you do anything with that?
1: Can't top it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so in, I meant to rewatch it today, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but in The Muppet Show... They keep trying to get him to do Singing in the rain,
3: and eventually uh, and isn't he, it just a
0: a jug band? <laughs> well, no, it's it's back. If I recall correctly, it's backstage, and he keeps singing other things <laughs> to the tune of singing in the rain until eventually, yes, because it's a fucking Muppet show, uh, he sings singing in the rain with the Muppets.
3: But but I thought that uh, because I only remember this from uh, the the fantastic documentary of Muppets and Men. We also see the stage, like the, the sound stage with all the rain and shit. And it's, uh, instead of Gene Kelly on it, it's a Muppet Jug band singing it's possible Cold Cool Clean Water or something like that. It's possible they did it twice. Cool Clean Water. water. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, anyway, anyway. You anyway. know
0: that's the point. <laughs> Naturally, because of how things are, Lena finds out oh, about <laughs> wow. Kathy. Uh, because her friend Zelda
3: told her Zelda,
0: played by Rita Moreno, really? <laughs>
3: yes. Zelda, and- who was a uh, who who busily was betraying her everywhere.
1: Yeah. Uh, but and and things get worse when Lena discovers that like not only. Is Kathy dubbing her lines? <gasps> RF is planning on giving her credit and doing a publicity build-up, and all this. And Kathy and Dawn are romantically involved. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense in Lena's world.
0: Nope. So Lena, to her credit, takes action.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah f- gets a fucking lawyer. Good for her.
1: Yeah, and, and this is where it's kind of revealed that you know she sounds like a ditz, but is not actually a ditz.
3: Like her, her contract. Ooh. Oh Oof. boy, it it says it's
0: another thing about sound and image not matching. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's right, that's right.
1: Yep. So it's like a theme. So one Ooh, could, what? So themes.
0: One,
2: so one could possibly suppose she's not actually uh too stupid to realize that she and Don aren't a thing. She's just still playing it up,
0: or you know, she's d- taking the Trishy Masculine role of uh testing the boundaries and pushing at the gate because mm. eventually he's going to fall. Well, yeah.
3: and, and, or she could just be like the same way she got a job in Hollywood, which is that, you know, fake it till you make it. Oh Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, So we, we get to the premiere of The Dancing Cavalier and you guys, big success.
3: Big uh, success. Huge. Even with the fucking Dream Ballet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird. Uh,
0: <laughs> it was edited in the final version. <laughs> Yeah,
3: it's probably like, three minutes long.
1: <laughs> and here's the thing, like, uh, it's so good that, you know, the audience is clamoring for more. Lena, in her hubris, goes up and starts giving a speech because it's, t- it's her time.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: the audience is like, that doesn't sound like her at all. And light bulbs go off on Don, Cosmo, and RF's heads. It's like, hey, wait a second. We can solve this problem in a way that is not necessarily exposing us legally (laughs) the best kind of problem solving kathy come over here uh you're gonna sing for lena behind the curtain no we're not going to wink at you and let you in on the plan here god forbid thus making kathy very upset although maybe she wouldn't have agreed to uh the plan because maybe she was a fan of lena's too i mean
3: i think that she does not necessarily
1: wish her ill will
0: harm
3: no Um, Although,
1: she might not have known that Lena was kind of sabotaging her career, so... Probably not, I don't think
3: she knew that yet.
1: Probably could have been told about that. I think it helps with the reconciliation that happens between scenes after this bit here. It's like, oh, wow, oh, oh, Lena did that? Oh, fuck her then. Okay. But we do have
3: the very brief, never talk to me again. Oh.
1: (laughs) Uh, So we have Lena standing in front of the curtain with a microphone that's off.
3: Oh, Hey, Wizard of Oz, guys. Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> nice. a Wizard of Oz moment because we have Kathy behind the curtain with the live mic, and she starts singing a reprise of Singing in the Rain. Which
3: is she was not present for, which is pretty funny. Magic. Yeah. Mag- the magic of
1: screen. Yeah. She learned it in the Dream Ballet. Um, <laughs> and what was really great, I, I just I remember that bit where, like, as Kathy is singing, singing in the rain and Lena's lip singing, we have, like the three guys rf cosmo and don like walking in tune to the music over to the uh uh, to the curtain rope (laughs) and start pulling it up in sequence as well to the beat and with smiles on their faces
0: Uh, even rf is part of this it's so good so then the audience can see kathy singing behind lena now uh, and Kathy, like a trooper, keeps singing, but is visibly like, oh shit. Oh no, go, go. No, no.
3: She's suddenly confronted with, there is the difference between, um, you know, she is uh, believing that Lena is the blonde, the star. beautiful star. And then she was just a, a background voice. Um, yeah. and it was, and so she's confronted with being like this dark shadow behind her and, Uh, uh, there is an element, I think, of her feeling that the laughter that's coming is not at Lena, but at her. Oh, yeah. Uh, Uh,
0: You know what? Taylor Swift talks about that. Really, (laughs) Pippin? In reaction to that time Kanye uh, interrupted her at the VMAs, Mm. uh, everyone was booing Kanye. But to little teenage Taylor Swift, it all
3: sounded like they were booing her. Yeah, I mean, and so... In the conception of, in Kathy's, you know, head here, uh, you know, she's been told by this guy that, you know, guess what, you're gonna be doing this, and, uh, she's been told by somebody, uh, by somebody at this point, uh, that, you know, you're gonna be in the background forever. Like, it was already kind of, uh, the fact that she was doing a background voice as opposed to being on the stage, possibly, well, yeah, that's kind of a blow, you know, particularly since she had been also in Hollywood, essentially at the same, level that Don and Cosmo had been many years prior and instead she's being relegated to the background again and then to have this revealed you know it shows that she's ridiculous um it, it, at least within her head um you know yeah. wasn't good enough to be in front of the c- curtain as opposed to
1: Lena who is now revealed as a um, liar i guess uh and is humiliated runs away from the picture never to be seen again <laughs> Uh, oh, that's
0: also also uh, Cosmo takes a brief moment at
3: Kathy's mic as well to make it very clear that, uh-huh. that yeah that Lena wasn't the one singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Kathy runs, um, and then Don proceeds to sing at her to get her to stop, um, but without a mic, which I think is indicative of the because their first love sequence is also him creating a uh, again when he finds her at the uh, the stage creating a romantic moment out of lights and and giant fans and so on and it's still very i don't want to say contrived but super contrived uh (laughs) at this point though he has um like yes he's on a stage but he cannot be heard over the crowd um
0: well he tells the audience to stop that girl she's the one whose voice we fell in love with tonight he sings at her uh cosmo then immediately takes over the
3: orchestra himself. that's his role in this stuff in the circle. but also <laughs> it's him going in front of the stage as in front of the curtain as well mm. Mm. um you know he cosmo
1: he, is the glue of this relationship sorry I'm, mean, I'm just fixated on that
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think i think that honestly he's a very he's the median point between the two of them and that's an important role to have
1: <laughs> yep anyway <laughs> um and, and the picture ends with Kathy and Don kissing in front of the bill, uh, billboard of their new film, Singing in the Rain.
3: While Cosmo is clearly just off screen setting out the picnic. Yes, yeah, of course. Um, and he's about to throw an apple at them.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and probably crack a joke about how the billboard looks better than they do or something yes.
3: like that. Yes. Yes. Uh, particularly after he uh, goes and draws a mustache on Kathy.
0: Uh, yeah and and that's that's the the picture
3: it's a really good movie it's a really good movie and i think the i mean it it really is like the best uh uh, advertisement for ot3 it's just so obvious it's it's not just obvious but also just they genuinely seem happier and healthier together all three of them they seem like they're having a real good time yeah damn also i've read amazing fic about it so anyway i i may or may not be
0: opening archive of our own to check to see there's some really what the good stuff some like.
3: really good stuff kathy's like you know what it's astonishing i love them both you know it'd be really great is if they noticed that they were also in love with each other it's a good thing mean, yeah yeah anyway we can we can talk about that later uh off mic <laughs> <laughs> and then link it in the show notes what, what? all right so uh we're talking changes Changes. i knew you're gonna say it fight me hmm um what do we got guys all
2: right <sighs> Wait, Ooh. that's it i'll go first Ooh. Ooh. go for it lena's perspective because <gasps> you know what, uh, ha- what the story is an actress is getting out, hosted, uh, uh, out- from her studio for not being able to change her accent in less than two weeks
0: mm True.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, because Don, he's already, he ha- had some form of a vocal, vocal, vocal training. And he's or he he was a vocal performer. He, true. He's used it's to true. talking. Lena, on the other hand, they, they specifically have a gag order for her.
3: That's true. They've never bothered. I, also, under the
0: studio system. Mm-hmm. Does she have other options? <gasps> no. I don't think she does. No. Nope. And then... Fucking studio, system. And then
2: and during the first, first bad, uh, the first after the first, first bad run with the du- Dueling Cavalier they, 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 they start to make a, thing a, a musical. And when, when did they ever tell her that they were dubbing her over? Was mm. it never? And she had to actually mm-hmm. find out from someone else? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And so, what does so what do, uh, she do? She he decides fuck him. I'm getting my lore, which you know, we mentioned before.
3: I think she's only the villain in as much as she is the antagonist against our main characters. Yeah. She did
0: nothing wrong, Lena Lamont. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> she tried. She tried
1: securing her career. She did. In a really uh you know uh kind of shitty way but uh, cut through can, cut kind, through it way. Of, cut way.
2: but you know who was more shitty rf for mm-hmm. for cuz he was kind of ousting her yep or
1: without even yep. telling her mhm huh. what the hell rf what the hell and we it, trusted you
3: and also the studio system is is no small thing to to talk about Pippin, can you talk a little bit more about the studio system or brendan Uh, the the studio system
0: uh i i don't remember when it ended uh i
1: think it ended when like uh one of the big three basically had a huge financial crash i'd like to say sometime in the 50s um and then basically kind of forced everybody to diversify a lot more
0: yeah basically um actors uh actors and other uh creatives uh were forced to work with one studio Mm-hmm. Uh, and they basically controlled that person's career. Their life. Their life, yeah. They
2: controlled uh, Lena's life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are like horror stories of studios like pumping actresses full of drugs so that they could perform for the, according to their
3: terrible contracts for this one studio. And you didn't have an option to leave. And when you say stories, we're also talking like specifically, like you can name them. Like who played Dorothy in Wizard of Oz? Uh, uh, oh, Judy Garland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Debbie Reynolds herself might have been a part of it. Mm -hmm. Because this was made in, like, 52. Yeah. She might have been part of the studio system herself. You know, you you didn't have the option to go, you know, do, like, indie things to repair a career. Mm -hmm. uh, Or to avoid someone you really didn't want to work with.
3: I think, who was it? Uh, 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 Charlie Chaplin was able to make his own? It was either him or Buster Keaton. One of the two of them, like, made their own studio specifically to try to get away from all this um but that has its own issues i mean if it was
0: buster keaton he had to take that role in a funny thing happened on the way to the forum just to get uh, a union card to get health insurance mm-hmm. that's why he had that role uh that was a favor to a you know hollywood legend yeah. who couldn't get it otherwise mm-hmm. um because hollywood also still blows um yeah. <laughs> but it was even worse so Lena taking steps necessary to try to protect herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not unreasonable.
2: And what does she know about uh, Kathy? Sorry, I'm bad with names. Uh, she knows that she she knows that she threw a cake at her, mm-hmm. and she's now oh she's now oh dubbing her voice. <laughs> yep. This woman is trying to, is from out of nowhere, is trying to take over her her career.
3: Yeah, and she's worked at this.
2: Yeah, she's had to stand. She's had to stand next to Don as he he snipes her constantly for years. Mm hmm. And we and we and we and we learned that she's not as dumb as we think. So she he knows that he he's being an ass to her.
3: Mm mm-hmm. Also, I mean, you could say that uh, uh, it was fake of her um, to first brush him off. And then as soon as he was uh, offered a job to uh, be nice. However, two points. One, we are getting this entirely from his point of view. True. Um, two. Yeah. If a fucking rando shows up and starts talking to you, maybe you ignore him. That's just the female in this world experience. Um, yeah, and then two. If it turns out he's instead going to be your coworker, that moves you to a different level of uh, uh, association. They are no longer a rando; they are now a peer. Except he does not get that fucking memo, and is a dick. Also, how many stuntmen have gone through her life at this point? Uh huh. Yeah. How many people are fucking weird? We literally get an entire movie of fandom being weird.
2: And 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 when he first shows up, does he he pose? Is he? He actually, he, uh, he going to be a gentleman, or is he, uh, or is he a risk, risk both physically and, uh, to potentially to her career? Cause that's what if RF finds that out. Mm hmm. But that's just the groundwork. Here.
3: <laughs> oh, that's the groundwork for your change. Okay.
2: Oh, well, yeah. Well, I, I, I will just spitting facts.
3: <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs>
2: uh, no, uh,. Like this is technically not so much a change uh, as like like an epilogue for years after after cat after Kathy after suddenly finds her, her friend suddenly finds out oh she's out of the pictures too
3: because mm. uh,
2: because uh, uh, Hollywood is a because uh, Hollywood is a horrible system uh, Um the uh, 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 pro- uh, the uh, uh, the UCP. Aplun frozen m froze them out. Oh that's uh, no longer useful. Ooh.
0: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And uh so she he, he finds herself off looking for work and and she he, uh looks she finds herself at at the, the LA Mont Talent Agency. <laughs> uh, and, then, and now it's a, a story of of uh, of uh, uh, two jaded ladies, ready to uh, fuck some shit up.
0: <laughs> and find love again. Yeah, I mean yeah.
2: And maybe lesbian. And maybe, maybe this time, Lena can and learn she can talk into a book, make love to a bush.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
3: dun, 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 dun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well uh on on that note uh, i i can i can kind of steal the the microphone here that's the bush
3: that don't bush. don't put it next to your it, heart directly
1: i want to put it on my shoulder okay, okay my shoulder okay. Sure, hello um, i to my pad shoulder pad now
3: uh, if, on, you if you don't make a gag about going close to your mic and going far from your mic i'm gonna be really upset <laughs> So I'm going to be doing this
1: <laughs> and I will talk right at you. And I just don't know what I can say to really do a story change here. Uh so I will actually just uh go on here, uh, because we don't want to overuse a bit. Uh maybe no, not do it us. again. No. Ooh,
0: we would please never.
1: jerks. All right, all right. So all right, I'm, all right, I'm, gonna, all right. I'm gonna say what has to be said. Mm. let's go to the mall trim the fat off the dream ballet thank you (laughs) it's great for stage performances not so great for film i think because we (gasps) always want to be moving the plot forward and i can i can understand what it's trying to do get in another song get another song and a dance number and mostly it's just the dance number because you know again this is one of those movies where I feel like more so than being a musical, it's a dance film. Mm. And I feel like we can have dancing, but we just have to have dancing that helps move the narrative.
3: That's actually a good point. I mean, there isn't like, like, like a, a, an I Want song, is there? Like any of the, like the kind of traditional stuff?
1: That's what I think there should be. There should be the I Want song. Like, what is it that Don wants in this? I mean, this might be kind of doing two changes at once here. Uh, have it be a bit more of a traditional musical. Um, I mean, what is the I want song? We could have Lena doing the I am song. You know, Lena is the Hollywood starlet. I feel like those elements I feel like are missing in in kind of like a, a more musically oriented show. And I feel I feel I feel a lack there. You know, it's still again a classic movie, but. Having that not there and then having the dream ballet instead, it makes it feel lacking. Mm. Like, like we need more. Uh, I mean, we, we have comedic bits out the wazoo because we have like a lot of juxtapositions and all that. And we could have like the I Am song be maybe just hammering home, talking about how, you know, he is one thing, but he has to present, uh, something else, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we can, we can do that. We can, we can. Roll that in. We could have the same length picture, just trim the fat on on the on the dream ballet stuff.
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: And again, it's great to see the dancing numbers. I just feel like we have to have dancing with strong purpose. I mean, this is probably like there's probably like some, you know, uh dancing uh expert that's currently sneaking to my house right now, (laughs) uh (laughs) soft shoeing up the stairs as we speak. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> uh and i'll be dead by the end of the podcast but i'm just saying that stuff works great in live performances
3: i still hear his voice sometimes, i feel too.
1: <laughs> sometimes in the wind <laughs> uh but yeah i feel like that works great in live performances but like when you're on a film when you can rewatch it again later and catch like the themes and all that i feel like you can convey this stuff just in a singing and dancing number as we're also moving the story itself forward. Uh, but all that, all the, all the dream ballet dance sequence is really showing is like, it's like a microcosm of Don's career because he just mm-hmm. got to dance.
3: It's the same. You're fucking right. You know what it is? It's just another glorified version of what he did uh, of his, his origin story. It's still not the real one, which we are. It's more. If- close to the truth in the first one but though. it's still not True. the whole thing it's still well, he's, he's, a liar. Actually, he's a liar and that's, that's another thing that's another thing.
1: what was the major change for don's character over the course of the film
3: uh i would say that he did not perform at, he didn't at the act end before well no he didn't he didn't at the end he didn't um he took the chance to not like have a the mic star? in front of him exactly to get kathy back now he was still on the fucking stage, but one I at least I get the impression that um yeah, he's on the stage, but that's because like literally that's where they are at the moment. It's not yeah. because he made the choice to be um really public about it. I think that if he had chosen to actually take a moment to like get a mic, it would still be fake. And I think I think Kathy would recognize that. Here here's the difference between Don and Lena. Okay.
0: Uh huh. Lena, when given the opportunity to talk to and potentially help, uh, someone, uh, in a lesser role than she was, gave Don the cold shoulder. hmm Don, in the same situation, goes, Hey, Kathy, let's, you know, think of your career and what we can do for that. Uh, cause he was actually against the whole Kathy dubbing thing because mm. it could potentially hurt her career. That's true. That's true. You know, and, and he's, is vocal about how, no, we need to, you know, Kathy's going to be a star. She is good at this. Hmm. So it's, uh, he is with Nina to begin with in the image to promote himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, you know, through the course of the movie, he is promoting Kathy. I mean, okay. So I- I'm just saying,
1: let's cut the dream ballets. Let's have these story beats be reinforced.
0: <laughs> I-, I feel like you could actually fix the, the dream ballet just in and its- of itself. Um, if I mean, you could cut, uh, uh, centuries. No. Uh, but also the weird ballet, dream ballet within the dream ballet.
2: (laughs) Yeah. God, there's (laughs) so many.
0: If you cut like that, the one bit from the dream ballet, it would infinitely become better.
1: (laughs) How many times have we said dream ballet over the course of this uh, episode?
3: It's time for the dream ballet. I'm also remembering Uh, the dream ballet from Buffy. And you know what they cut for time? When they enduring during reruns, the dream ballet. It was a fucking dream ballet.
0: Ha! Listen. Also, I don't like the dream ballet from Oklahoma. Uh, I don't. I honestly, actually, don't like dream ballets. I just want to defend this one because it upsets Kat. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what's what's this? Just to kind
1: of go to technicals here when it comes to musicals and all that. It's like it's like you start to sing when regular words don't suffice you start to dance when
0: even the singing isn't enough when you feel so much you can't speak you start to sing when you feel start feeling so much you cannot sing you start to dance
3: and that's why expression there's got to be a musical episode of our flag means death yes
0: i would pay good money to see (laughs) taiko atini try to dance (laughs) because i'm willing to bet that's one of the things he can't do (laughs)
1: And that's where he proves you wrong.
0: It's welcome to fucking try. (laughs) Uh, Let's uh,
1: let's have you guys do your changes unless you're counting uh, what was already discussed here.
0: (laughs) uh, I'll just really quick uh, go like maybe give Zelda a bigger part. Mm. Yeah, what's up with Zelda? Uh, She apparently had some cut bits. uh, But otherwise, she's, you know, a friend of Nina's. Happy to, you know, narc on people. Play- and played by rita moreno also
1: i'm i was looking at uh some background research here for uh singing in the rain she is the uh last surviving credit star of the film
0: i was looking at the same thing oh yeah. shit yep also apparently debbie reynolds before she passed but after uh gene kelly did uh when people would ask her to sign you know their singing in the rain stuff uh she would sign her name and go like now uh gene is dead but i can forge his signature do you want me to do that
3: <laughs> to be fair
0: yes yeah fuck yeah uh, god Debbie reynolds is a hero to us all yeah Ugh. anyway
3: except for the part um, where yes
0: yeah, <laughs> somewhere carrie fisher's going like really carrie to be fair though carrie fisher fucking loved her mom
3: yes uh, for all her faults yeah
0: i my heart still breaks for uh billy uh lord i think her oh name. yeah
3: billy lord's so great
0: yeah but losing her mom and her grandma and like what was it, two days? Mm-hmm. And like, girl, I I hope that your support structure was fucking strong, cause holy shit.
3: I love Billy Lord though.
0: She yeah, is fair. funny as fuck. Uh anyway, yeah, no, that, that's my real simple thing. You know, that's let's, let's have Zelda do some shit. I think that
3: means it's me now?
1: Yep. I think so. Already
3: took- he already <laughs> took my favorite <laughs> fucking one. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> You know what? I, I am gonna go with um I'm going to go with something really simple just because yeah, this is a great movie, but there is, I think we, and we've already talked about it. Uh, it's a problem. Cosmo should have been in the final scene, it's like the final shot. He should have been there. Even if it's just I mean, the billboard, Um, you know, the billboard, oh, sure, but his name music could Music by Cosmo Brown. Yeah, it could have been Music by Cosmo Brown and he should have, like, they could kiss in front of it and then he can wander over from the side with, let's say, a picnic basket. Like... That's all you need. Yep. That's all you need. And it would have been great. Does this movie, it, it's
1: pretty strongly implying they're a throuple. I mean, yeah. come
0: on. So, yeah. Two things. Uh, one of them is related. Uh, the other one is I just watched, uh, someone walking their dogs get dragged across the street cause the dogs wanted to chase the squirrels up the lamppost. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, and it was real funny.
1: Happens <laughs> more often than you think.
0: <laughs> uh and two, the thing that's actually related is I I was thinking of do I want my change to be uh have the thruple be like more obviously canon. Uh as opposed to, you know, the implication. It's about <laughs> the implications, implications. <laughs> uh that the movie is. Uh but then I was all like No, I actually I, I weirdly like the vibe. The vibe is perfect. And I'm not sure if it's just because of, you know, my I'm
3: I'm used to Tracking queer narratives wherever I can. <laughs> yeah, listen, the vibe is perfect. It's literally, it feels like a misstep at the end. Yeah. That's what it feels like. I don't need them to make out on screen. I don't. I think that we, frankly, get plenty. I mean, am I saying no? No, of course not. But, uh, but I, it feels unbalanced it, at the end. It could have ended with, uh, their kiss on the stage. I, I don't know. Um, I like, I do like the idea that, um, there is evidence that they have, in fact, you know, her career isn't ruined. She does get to be on stage, you know, on the screen now. Um I, I do like that sort of, and the idea that what we have been watching is, in fact, yet another abstraction from the truth. Well, the thing is,
0: the bit with the billboard at the end makes more sense if they had kept the scene you were actually thinking of earlier, uh where Lena is singing to the billboard
3: of mm. uh Dawn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, good point, good point. Oh without nice. that scene.
0: Yeah. Without that scene though, the end scene of the uh billboard with the two of them means less. It Oh does. good
1: point. So hmm. put that first billboard singing back in.
0: Or remove the the thing at the end.
1: Bill-
3: I mean yeah. uh I I like having a button at the end. Maybe so the denou- mall to- button. Maybe it doesn't have to be that button, uh, but I do think we need to have a button beyond the, uh, 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 the revelation scene.
1: I uh, mean, it could just be them at the premiere of Singing in the Rain.
3: <laughs> um, okay. Or heck, fuck, it, uh, yeah, the, we see that the premiere's happening, and maybe they, all three of them get out of the car, but it's in the rain. Uh, I don't know. Point is, if we, this is what we had, a very, very simple fix would have been simply to add Cosmo's fucking name to the billboard and have him wander in from the side.
1: Done. With the picnic basket. With
3: the picnic basket.
1: And a bottle of champagne to prove that murder or something else happened here.
3: But that's all we need. Yay. Yeah. Um, and I'm a big fan of, like, ha- the real simple fixes. Um, that's fair. Because when you start turning it into a really complex fix, at that point it becomes a different story, which is also valid, but...
1: If you don't do the billboard... You could do a button where we mirror the opening of the film, where we have the Hollywood premiere, and it's the three of them getting out of the car in the rain at a Hollywood premiere for singing in the rain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying because because the movie opened with
0: mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: the 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 gossip rag and all that, and and now it's it's uh, uh Lockwood and. Selden. Uh, selden selden and cosmo
3: although although um i don't think i would like that as much because if we're doing a reflection on the beginning that beginning scene is also intended to be like th- they are fake when they're there and so, i don't, so want, our, I don't the, want our people to be fake
1: okay okay so what is the opposite so you can of do a mirroring but like an opposite mirroring here mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. is the opposite of the gossip rag uh red carpet interview
0: it it could have been even just leave out the billboard but still have them on the countryside, lounging the three of them oh. uh, on the picnic blanket, uh and like a gossip rag like uh on the ground near them.
1: Or Oh, talk about Lena blowing
3: away. Oh uh. <laughs> or or we could see the um the the billboard. The billboard still exists, but uh we pan out and we see that they are actually having a picnic. They're not even paying attention to the billboard. They're busy having a yeah. nice time by themselves. So we see both uh, what's currently going on, but we also see that they are not prioritizing that in their lives. They're still yeah. having essentially the good time they had at one in the fucking morning. Cross-dressing. <laughs> in the house. Yeah.
1: But all the time now.
3: Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and they, there they are. They're laughing. They're poking each other. Um, maybe a hand is lingering here or there. Um, and Brendan, we can keep the, the, the gossip rag, but maybe it's like wrapped around a fish or something. I don't know. Like, it's not important.
1: Well, I just think the gossip rag should have something about Lena on it <laughs> for the eagle eyed viewer.
3: Yeah. Uh, but I like the idea of deprioritizing the billboard Yeah, because I think that that would yeah. also still get the vibe of a premiere, but it's, yeah. it's, it's the opposite reflection.
1: Well, it's it's establishing what happens after the climactic moment, which is the whole entire point of the denouement and all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but also serves as a mirror to the opening and a button to close this out on.
3: Perfect. Love it. I was about to say, no notes, except this is all notes. <laughs>
1: all notes. All right, all right. <laughs> no, no, wait a uh, minute. So I think that's all of us, right? Captain Crunch, all yeah. notes.
0: <laughs> Oops, <laughs> all notes. Uh, all so notes? then, do we want a to? Game. Play a game. A game.
1: A game. Oh, a game. A game? (laughs)
0: Um.
1: Meta characters? Because I have an idea for a meta character that's really stupid.
0: Oh, I was going to say that's a wrap and we find out what happens after, but no, now I want to know your meta character. (laughs) Well, now I have to add a meta character as well. Shit.
1: Nah. Unless you, (laughs) I don't know what they do as a wrap, because we already know what they're doing after the the premiere, uh, after after the end here.
0: Or Paradigm Switch, where we switch the genre, because musical is such a big genre. Uh.
1: That's hard to do.
0: Mm. Science
1: mm. fiction slinging in the rain. In space.
0: I mean, you make a, a horror movie where Lena takes things, matters into her own hand. <gasps> but anyway. Oh, Lena's so, the final girl. Huh.
3: <laughs>
0: uh,
1: no, 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 no. I mean, come on. Debbie Reynolds has final girl energy although, written all over. Although,
3: her. although, there could still be a kid in this.
1: <laughs> no. Meta characters. So meta I characters. So, meta character. so, so the stupid idea I had. We have Lena Lamont, right? Uh-huh, here's the thing. Lamont is an assumed name. It's not her real last name because you don't want to have your your real name stuff in Hollywood,
0: right?-hmm uh,
1: She used her brother's first name as her uh, alias last name. Her brother is Lamont Cranston, the Shadow, also from the 20s. Oh my god!
0: (laughs) Fucking wow. Wow.
1: And that's why she has all this extra money for a lawyer, because her brother sent her stuff from, like, you know, uh, the opium trade. (laughs) Oh my god! Also why she has loose morals.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, but can he also, like, show up and, like, can there be an entire- Like, fuck this movie now. Can there be, like, this whole, like, revenge thing and, like, he shows up- Uh, uh, and, like, you know, uh, who lies, who knows what lurks in the hearts of men, the shadow knows, and then he finds out that actually they're not bad guys, but in fact, uh, are totally in love with each other, not Lena, and now he, like, the whole movie is actually him trying to be like, Lena, I am so sorry, she's like, no, you have to find out their crimes, and he's like, mm, technically, like, legally, there is at least one, but, (laughs) but I was, (laughs) you know, I, I, we've all been there. Anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, I I had a harem once, I'm not one to judge.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whoomst Among Us hasn't tried to, you know, make it with Genghis Khan's uh descendant. I mean, come on. I can
2: Whomps. I can scare RF and he'll we'll give you some of the unleaving lady rule. Oh, holes, oh holes <gasps> again. Uh. But
3: actually but actually, there is one person who can see and not be deceived by Cranston. And it is Cosmo Brown. Oh, yeah, because <sighs> he's just such an innocent soul. But also because he spends all his time around fucking actors. He's gotten used to looking through the glitz. Ah?
1: Also, Cosmo Brown has no evil in, in, in his heart.
3: He doesn't. Except he's just, you know, he's a snark monster like everybody else. Um. So now, like, they were a happy threpple, But, you know, maybe, maybe Cosmo needs to have, you know, a little fun. And then... You know, and meanwhile, Lena's being like, "Obviously, you know, this is going to be sorting out." And Cranston's like, "I have no idea what's happening, but I keep being locked into rooms with bottles of champagne and this really very cute man." <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Who does see? I. This is just unspooling right here. This is beautiful. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> um, that's Gosh. great. Uh, can I have one? Go for it. Go for it. I want. Yeah. <laughs> I want the guy from uh uh uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> You're right there
2: Sorry. guy from Bothcat. I'm so worried.
3: <laughs> and that stands for pool Oh I want the music man
1: Howard Hill. Uh, I
3: want Howard Hill, that's not his real name, but I want him uh,
1: Professor Howard Hill.
3: Professor, he also doesn't have that. Uh, I want him to show up because you know who's even more of a glitz and glamour man? Professor Howard Hill. He, in fact, is the one who showed up. Forget, forget the dude who was on uh, the screen when they actually introduced uh, talkies. No, it's Professor Howard Hill. He is introducing talkies. He's bringing it to Hollywood. People just have to sign up for it. He is there making a mint on microphones and, uh, uh, cables and elocution lessons. Oof. He's the one who's now teaching everybody. Professor Harold Hill's on hand. <laughs> oh my God. is going to have her boys banned. I mean, she needs it today. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm, it's okay. I'm just having a lot of feelings about this. Um, oh. and he is, uh, he does not have a, a love interest in this film. Uh, he is busy, um, uh, trying not to get caught, maybe being surprised that the shit's actually working. Um, and wait, I lied. He and Lena. I want him and Lena to get together. There. All right. Fair enough. I don't think I, I don't think I have to say anything further. I think that that, uh, that's enough.
2: Because Marion deserves better.
3: Marion does deserve better. Uh, I have a very strong theory that, uh, he tried his real hardest there, uh, and then, um, wandered away again. Uh, and I hope that she is not a sadder but wiser girl now. Well, I hope that she's a wiser girl. Uh, maybe she kicked him out. I don't know. But I think that you need a little bit more than just, uh, gosh, this girl doesn't mind that I'm a scallywag to, uh, uh, fix scallywagness. And that's an official term. That's my change. So
0: I'm sorry, that's my uh, that's my game answer. Uh so I I have one uh, to bounce off of that. Mm-hmm. Uh so you you went with uh Harold Hill. Uh I'm going to go with a different HH. uh I'm gonna go with Henry Higgins. Oh, ho, 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 ho.
2: oh. Uh. <laughs> oh no uh look Lamont, it's his truest challenge.
0: Holy oh, shit yeah Oh yeah, Eliza Doodle Fucking easy compared to Lena
3: Lamont. Eliza had the urge to change. Yeah. The rain Mm. in Spain stays mainly in the plain. No, no, no. How about Uh, you are wrong then, huh? Who says your accent's so great? Because I'm Uh, English. In America, they haven't spoken it for years.
0: (laughs) Fucking asshole. It's not showing he is no true linguist. Um,
3: to, no, he's really an asshole. I mean, that's oh, yeah. well, like
0: step one. Well, the funny th- well, the, part
2: of the funny thing is that, uh, uh the, the American accent is actually weirdly closer
0: to, to, uh, Shakespeare's, uh, English.
3: Yeah. Specifically the Southern. That may have been debunked, but hmm. how do we fucking know? We don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still say, though, that, uh, all Shakespeare's plays should be done in a heavy, drawling southern accent because that's gorgeous and also, frankly, gets a lot more meaning. Yeah. yeah you guys, that's... you've seen that, you've seen you, you... that TikTok of the guy doing, uh, 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 Caesar, uh, uh you know, he was. Friends, Romans, countrymen. Yeah. But Brutus. Brutus is honorable an
2: honorable
0: man. Uh hmm So are they all? All honorable, honorable men. men.
1: hmm Uh, Al, what do you well,
2: got? since you prod up henry higgins which is, which has my which is uh has a uh, my fair lady actress which also brings up uh the other that other fame a role that of mary poppins
0: uh-huh i follow you
2: yeah yeah thank you thank you pip can you actually explain you, you know what it is. You know the story behind it. Can you actually explain in in the uh, na- the narrative friends? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Which clearly ties into you know, the horribleness of uh, Hollywood. <laughs> indeed. In that Julie Andrews uh was Eliza Doolittle on stage. With, uh, with, Arizona. what's his head? Uh, with, uh, with, with Rex Harrison. Yeah. So she was uh widely lauded. She was very good in the role. Everyone thought that she would be cast in the movie. She was not. Uh, and it was like a big deal at the time because I think she, she was
3: preggers, wasn't she?
0: I don't remember why. Uh, it could have been that Jack Warner, who was in charge of everything, mm. just thought that, uh, what's her face, um, was more saleable.
3: Yeah. See, I thought uh, the story was that she, uh, was pregnant. They refused to wait. And then so she ended up instead getting the job as Mary Poppins. For yeah. which she won.
0: Yeah, de, 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 de. Oh, I'm Let me tell oh, the story. Okay, okay, okay. Well, except for the pregnant part. Hmm. But listen, because I couldn't remember that part, so I wasn't going to mention it. Hmm. Uh, the point was that she didn't get hired. It went to, uh,
3: what's her face, whose name I don't remember. Audrey Hepburn. Audrey who Hepburn, Who is, and who... I would say, uh, so far as we know, is innocent in this story. Yes, Audrey Hepburn, innocent, and also got her singing dubbed. Yeah, and I'm not sure she realized it was going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't think she did. Hmm.
0: Uh, because she did, in fact, the, she did do some singing. Not a terrible and... job either. No. But anyway, but because she suddenly had this hole in her schedule, she was able to take on the role of Mary Poppins, <laughs> uh, for which she did then win uh, the Academy Award, which Audrey Hepburn was also nominated for. And then she proceeded to what, Pippin? She uh, thanked the man who made this all happen for her,
3: Jack Warner. <laughs> <laughs> Thus proving that uh, uh, what's her head there is a goddamn queen, yeah of Genovia it- and every country. Uh, and honestly, that was a
0: brave move, especially at the time, because I think it might have still been in the studio system. <laughs> uh, so outright, you know, slamming the head of a studio like that mm-hmm. was uh, a choice. Thankfully, he also thought it was funny. <laughs>
3: I mean, there has to be a point where, it, like,
0: you get a real good burn. Yeah. She's like, no, no that's fair. That's too good. So, yes. yes. Mary Poppins floats in on
2: her umbrella. Well, not on her umbrella. Oh, uh, <laughs> with. With. It's, uh, holding via. Anyways. <laughs> While well, she does it, solo uh, uh, of the chill. Oh, and, uh she, she feels like it, it uh, she's feeling like a change of pace, and so she uh, and so she is going to uh, be te- teaching elocution in in Hollywood, cause, might as well, yeah, might as well, cause it will add to her many many uh, stories and jobs
1: that she's had. <laughs> I mean, it's true.
3: I have to say though, there's also the very funny idea of you may recall that Don and Cosmo dumped a trash bin full of. Uh, papers over their elocution guy and it would be very funny if they tried to do that for Mary Poppins but with her uh, uh, carpet bag and just <laughs> just r- shit rained out just like poof. or they tried uh, try
2: putting it uh, over her head and instead of it, it stopping it, 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 like it should just uh, she goes in uh, and they're like what just happened like
0: oh god oh god oh god oh god <laughs> And then she can
2: uh, take him to a real dream ballet.
3: (laughs) Oh
0: my god, no. (laughs) Yes. Super super califragilisticexpialidocious.
2: Even just the thought of it is really quite atrocious.
0: (laughs) Damn it. No. That's my thought on that one. But you'll always sound precocious. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so that's that's you? I think so. Is that everybody? I think so. Hey.
1: We talked long... Oh, No. Uh, we're not quite uh over the runtime of the movie and discussing about the movie. So good job, us.
3: We've been Woo! so much worse in the past. True.
1: Well, uh, actually, I, I think. Uh, hold on, guys. Uh, we need to do the dream ballet. We we forgot. Oh, oh yeah. shit! Okay. Well, okay. uh, right. right.
0: oh, who's got the who's got the flower garlands? Oh shit! Um. Okay. I. I've Backup, got, dancers? I've got... Backup dancers. Backup uh.
1: dancers. I have got costumes downstairs.
2: The um, sheep are
0: eating the 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 the, the scenery. We got to we got to get the
3: sheep back here. Who's the uh, fucking harp?
2: I'm so, uh, I'm I'm busy uh, turning all the cameras to soft focus. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: Uh,
1: Alex, do you have your tap shoes? Oh. Wait, wait, that's wait wait, wait,
3: wait, it's not tap though. It's not tap, remember? This is dream ballet, so these are going to be those oh. soft ones. Remember? Like oh, maybe oh, that's like right, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh hmm. Oh, guys. Wind machines. Who's got the wind machines? The fucking wind machines. Oh, guys, we gotta go get uh, the wind machines. We gotta go. to go the... God damn it. <sighs> uh. Oh, man. <laughs> so there might be a thing called having too much fun, and I think that's where we're at now.
1: <laughs> well, on that note, uh, let, let, let's uh, get ready to do the Dream Ballet. Al, can you take us out so we can get the wind machine cranked up and uh, totally kill our audio?
0: <laughs> Alright. Okay. okay. So I think uh, I, I have the sheep in place. They are not going to stay there long. <laughs> we need to get going. Uh,
2: okay. 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 Uh, uh, <clears throat> um, um As always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to the <laughs> no story secret dot com slash submission. Stop, stop buying me sheep. <clears throat> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at uh-huh. no story secret or send in an email through contact at no dot com.
1: <laughs> ah, ah, the wind machine. Ah.
2: <laughs> I, I don't have. No, I'm not going to do. <clears throat> <clears throat> your hosts have been Alex Macdonald, Brendan Macdonald, Pippin Macdonald, and Cat. A friend Cre- I and Cat, Cat. Uh, you have to. Uh, you have to uh, start uh, twirling like now. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. for the sister, <laughs> done by Brendan. Transcript <laughs> done by Ashley DeCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at nostorysecret.com. 1, 2,
1: for
2: <laughs> 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 Thanks for listening, everyone, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash No Story Sacred.
3: Wait, is this the part where we talk about all the different Pokemon? Y- uh, th- yes.
2: Oh, no, this is actually the part where uh, uh, we stop rapping in the actual name the Pokemon and, and, po- uh, and just uh, flash them on the screen. Okay.
3: Okay. Right. 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 <clears throat> Shit! Do we have a screen? Oh no! Oh no! Ugh.
2: It's the screen of our minds. Oh. <laughs> See you next time when we talk about the 2022 movie, Dog. Wait. Yeah. Is there
1: a dog in the stream ballet? You bet Shit. there is. <laughs>
2: yes.
3: Listen, we don't work with dog. We don't work with dogs. We don't work with kids, guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Until then we No Story Sacred, and any story can be changed. I'm Alex.
3: I'm Kat.
1: I'm Brendan. And I'm Pippin. And we're
2: No,
3: no
0: story, story
2: is Sacred. Alright, bam.